the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. You should call us if we can answer your gardening questions at 210-308-8867 or better yet come on by Millburgers and visit with us in person. I think we've got uh, that one lady may come by. Um Today she called yesterday and they were going to come by and uh, I think we had a couple Oh, that one woman was going to bring us a uh, I think a clipping, too. and, sh- and The show- weed. Oh, the weed? Okay. An invasive weed. Yep, I don't have you. There we go. Hello. There you are. That's better. An invasive weed. Oh, okay. So. That she said that Roundup didn't affect it. Oh, that's right. Had a purple flower. It wouldn't pull out of the ground. Wouldn't pull out of the ground. <laughs> and uh, she had a vine and stump killer. It just laughed at. Uh, it, it didn't get, it re-sprouted from the ground. Oh. Wow. Which oh. is unusual. Yeah. That's an, so now, uh, let's see, the purple flower could be uh, Ruelia. The, they're, they're blooming the native Ruelia, but that's generally thought of as a positive. Yeah. Plant. Hey, we've already got a call on the line. We got Wade on the line at 210 308 8867. Wade, you're the first caller today. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Good afternoon, sir. Uh, what's going on is uh, I had a nice, nice uh, nine-year oak tree, which was about uh, a foot in diameter in the main trunk and about 15 feet high. And that was next to a, uh, a lot next to my house that was empty. When they built the house, they put a driveway within two feet of the oak tree and I noticed while digging, while they were digging the driveway out, they were disturbing uh, the flare of the root system. And uh, now here, four years later, the tree is slowly dying back. And it has a lot of ground, uh, little uh, sprouts from the ground, which I would think is stress. Well, yeah. that, that's, that's typical. Uh, it's interesting that you say... Uh, Four to five years later, because uh, a lot of homeowners don't realize the damage has been done to their big trees until four to five years later. Especially oaks. Yeah, especially oaks. Now, I've, I've had a similar circumstance in my yard uh, years ago, and uh, they, they literally cut uh, 80% of the root system away from that uh, tree, making it a driveway, making it a wow. driveway. 
uh, I, uh, I, I had a flower bed right next to it. And uh, everybody that uh, noted horticulturists uh, in the state came and said, no way that tree is going to survive. And uh, I got, I kept watering my flower bed, and that uh, that uh, tree, I guess, initiated roots from the one side that they hadn't cut, and um, it's alive today. Now yours, though, you might be you probably even with an oak, they have a tendency to survive, but they'll go through a yeah dormancy. adjustment period. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you know, oh. trying to get that. It took it took ten years before this thing. I've been in my house for forty day, forty years. The key I'm hearing is water. Yeah. So yeah. when you when you eliminate the surface area where the tree would normally be getting water from by putting a driveway or sidewalk or whatever, you have to compensate with enough water on the other side of the tree. Right. It can no longer bring it up from where it used to. Good well, point. And when if you let them get too dry between waterings, then you get those little Butter sprouts. Right. So, um, well, it even do, it doesn't hurt uh, if you've got soil like Jerry had in his garden. It doesn't even hurt to, uh, well, to, to to encourage the new feeder roots coming from the right the side too. Yeah, the villages of West Creek. When I moved in there, they had <laughs> they had left oak trees on these pedestals of flagstone. Yeah, about. 20 feet in diameter and six feet up and this big tree in there <laughs> i said if that thing lives i'll be so surprised but what it did is same things that happened there it uh, retreated leaves fell off and then it yeah. got to the point where it could support the top it had and then started in the other direction but you know um, what's strange, that, strange about it is i gave it the malcolm beck sick tree treatment and uh, what happened was all the grass went crazy. I mean, growing like nuts, but it didn't help the trees. Well, it, it probably had, did help the tree. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, the, the feeder the feeder roots of those trees are right on the uh, kind of on the surface, uh, within uh, eight to ten inches deep, or right. ninety percent uh, of the feeder roots. So uh, if your grass prospered, um, I imagine that your the remaining tree roots prospered too. But uh, I, there's really nothing nothing you can do but watch it and water uh, and water. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, 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 we're constantly getting this. I've got a I've got a. Uh, a tree in my neighbor's yard that used to be I used to own that lot and uh, they came in and did some uh, landscaping around that tree and uh, cut out a kind of an island around the tree and covered the the total root system with about uh, 24 inches of soil or more and that wow. tree is is basically dead now yeah yeah that, it's not because but, because we've seen some miraculous recoveries doesn't yeah. mean that every one of them right recovers yeah 
But so, just, I, I wouldn't give up on it uh, just because it's got a few dead branches. As long as, long as it's still got the greenery in the uh, in the tree. And don't go wild on fertilization. It doesn't hurt no, every, no. every year you know, for you, a little... When you say greenery, here's what's happening. You've got the main branches that come off the main trunk, but yeah. they're, only, they're not making branches. It's only growing off the main limbs. You get little clusters of leaves. Right, yeah. That's uh, that's normal. Yeah, so I'm watering it. I keep watering it. Okay, good for you. Good luck. Keep Thanks, us Wade. informed. Yeah, Thank tell you. us what goes on. You take care. Thank you, sir. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Hello, gentlemen. So, uh... Great selection of vegetables out there. Oh, and, yeah. uh, a lot of people buying tomatoes they yesterday. Are. And uh, we got more coming of all the all the ex rodeo tomatoes. Yeah, uh, coming in this week too. And there's still a great selection now. But we got the the uh, uh, squashes and Good. beans and stuff out there, cucumbers as well. And for those who are new to San Antonio, what does a rodeo tomato mean? Uh, it is a different tomato every year. But it's it's chosen (laughs) by the uh, featured featured at the rodeo, but chosen by um, extreme torture extension horticulture. Okay, I like extreme torture. They they torture the (laughs) tomato plant and see which one does the best. (laughs) (laughs) Poor tomato. And I was bragging on you the fact that uh, a couple of weeks ago I was telling everybody how fast those uh, transplants grow. And uh, we were bragging yesterday that uh, you're only selling four and a half inch. We are. And uh, rather than the the smaller container plants, which makes them easier to establish. And also, I I guess you're moving them fast enough where you don't have any overgrown plants out there. That's that's the plan. You did good. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he said. But you I, didn't throw any away, did you? Not that I know of. Okay, good. I, I've only had a few years practice at it. I know. I noticed <laughs> that he's being pensive too, though, because he knows how that how dependent on weather it is. Oh, and, yeah. Well, okay. So this was the first week. This coming week is the first week they're going to have gallons available. Oh, All good. right. So it's uh, it won't be too long, and we'll convert over to gallons. Good. And that's uh, the idea. There is that we're getting. If you're if you're going to have a fall tomato crop, you got to beat the cold weather. Right. And so as as further you go into the fall, you've got to have a faster start, and that that's what those big plants do. They work pretty well. And they did have some cold weather vegetables available. Yeah. I, did, I did not bring any. There's, no, there's none coming this week, but I'll probably get brave next week. There you go. Uh, wow, Calvin, the year is flying by. It is. <laughs> Calvin uh, listed the. Uh, some tomatoes to choose from in his uh, column, and it, it was interesting. Yesterday, a lady came up and was wanting to know what which is the best tomato to buy. And I, I happened to have Calvin's article, and uh, he lists uh, several uh, numerous ones in there that y'all have. And uh, she said, "I forgot my paper." She said, I read that this morning, and I forgot my paper. So she wanted my, she had your paper. 
I said, uh, yesterday I when saw you that, left. And, and I was hard pressed to say, "Now be going on too far with that piece of paper." Yeah. And uh, she took the paper out to the so small tomato. price. Small price to pay to sell some <laughs> tomato plants. Oh, but Jerry was nervous. Is that guy? Yeah. Uh, where's she going? Yeah, she, she, she. Oh, she come back. Ah. Well, mainly, mainly everybody was saying, "You'll never get that paper back again." Yeah. I hate to break in, but look at that. Uh, in that pretty hibiscus, that yellow one. Yep, with a dark, dark green foliage. So we found a supplier this uh, two weeks ago that actually had them uh, at a great price, and so we relayed on the price. That one's only nineteen ninety nine. Wow. No, oh, wow. I, you know, buy. I paid nineteen ninety nine for one that I was content with a yellow one from the nursery a few weeks before they showed up. But I would that's uh, gorgeous. I would trade it for in a minute for that one. Yeah, it is. It looks very strong too, and uh, like it would de- deal with the the heat. Yeah. Hey, you've got um, perennials in the one gallon, the ones that are in front of us, and a uh, wide variety of different things on sale now, forty percent off for four eighteen. Uh, you got any? Uh, you know, we when we kind of talk about it. We can say that, but you know, from your standpoint, are you going, man, that's a great deal on Lantana. That's a great deal on the uh, yeah. first thing Calvin did was, where's the porterweed? Uh. <laughs> yeah, so porterweed's a great one. The Lantana, the Plumbago at that price. Yeah. And he missed the multiple. So if they actually buy five or more, then it drops to $4 a piece. Oh, wow. I did miss that. Okay. So uh, Salvia Grey Guys are in there. Uh, Mexican honey, uh, Bush Honeysuckle, uh, Tarch Cap, uh, Rock Rose, Bulbine. Uh, there is some butterfly weed in that group. Firebush. That one's a hard to, hard one to get in the first place. And it's okay. In group. Did you mention the uh, uh, blue pumbago? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because they look real good over there. One thing. One thing. I, I'm loud here, man. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. One thing. One thing I noticed walking out yesterday. Uh, we had talked about Angelonia, uh, that summer snapdragon. Early on, and I thought that was going to be in gallons, but uh, in that on that first table as you come in the nursery, uh, they're in four-inch pots. Yeah, they're right. They're beautiful. The purple, the, the all purple. different colors. Yeah, the, and people were buying the dickens out of them, and that's a good plant. We don't talk about it. Angelonia that much. I don't think it's deer resistant. Yes, it is. Is it deer well, resistant? at least in my neighborhood it is. Is it? Good. Some yeah. neighborhoods under we some did that. And... We did a test oh, with yeah, you uh, right. five or six years ago. I forget. Because yeah, I'm that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, when you work at these old people, Trace, you just got to, you know, I, I should probably have had him get his notes out there. But, <laughs> but yeah, they... Was he referring uh, to me or was he referring to Jerry? <laughs> I think he was referring to Jerry. Okay. But, but they're, they, they're, yeah, they do well and drought tolerant too. Yeah, they got all sorts of colors. Uh, let's see, white, pink, purple, and lavender. Yeah, I see the lavender and the dark purple. Yeah, I didn't see the. Now it's there's actually two tables. Oh, is there? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't see the second table. Yeah. yeah, but they're really pretty. When you walk by the big, that's what caught my eye. Was it a dark purple, and just. It kind of has that that mass planting look on the table because they're all next to each other. Yeah, and it looks really really good. Well, Nine, that's, ninety-eight that's, cents each. For that's the best role they play too in the landscape. If yeah. you, you mass them, they're not. You, know, you don't see them when you're hundred yards away. The color, but if you get close, they really yeah. 
intimate along paths and things like that. So the, the plant that he's putting around that cart trying to figure out what he's doing with that hibiscus, that's mm-hmm. a, a dwarf plumbago. Oh. And that one you don't see very often, so that's a, a great part of that perennial deal, too. Oh, it is? Okay, cool. What color does that one? It's a darker, like mm-hmm. a more royal, royal purpley. Okay. Wow, that is cool. Huh. So lots of cool stuff. Yeah. And you've got a cool one chosen for the plant, plant of the, the weekend. W- weekend. <laughs> weekend. That guy's paying attention. He is. So uh, <laughs> Al's on it. I, I picked this plant out when we actually had a few more than what we're going to be talking about. Um, but I brought them in special uh, for plant of the weekend. Okay. And we've done this once before. Yeah, and it was popular. Uh, but this is on a grand scale. Uh, so basalmic basil. Yeah. So this was a Texas superstar last year. Yeah. And uh, so it's a basil. So just like sweet basil, it's got the big usable leaves. But it has a beautiful purple bloom. Oh, especially in the in the fall. Very, it's huge. Very, very striking. Uh, very usable. And we got it in 10-inch pots. Uh-huh. So these things are, you know, 10, 12 inches tall and wide. They're full. Uh, they're ready to make some pesto. That's what you yeah. That, right? Now, do- double bang for the buck, too, because you use them in your herb garden. You put yeah. them in, in a container. Uh, but uh, it's pretty in a container. The, the seeds they produce are, attract the birds, and the uh, those blooms are very popular oh, with the butterflies and I mean birds. So we had about nine of them when I counted this morning. There, there oh, were wow. there were many many more, but crime of doing business, we're down to nine. Okay, well they were they're really attractive. I don't doubt that even though we weren't featuring them, people who walked by them probably saw them was like, oh, what is that? And then so balsamic basil. Yeah, the re- so let's see if I look it up online what I find. <laughs> the reason, uh, well, for for years uh, we were looking for an herb to make a Texas superstar, and we were looking. Uh, we we realized that basil is probably the most widely used herb that there is. You think I would agree on different different recipes. And uh, then, yeah. then this one came along, and it's got a. It's used. You can use it as basil, and you can also that spectacular bloom in uh, in the, in the fall uh, when it gets larger. Ooh, look at that! Uh, <laughs> it's spectacular, and it is. It's purple. Yeah. That's pretty. It's Have you not been listening to this? Well, you just said it was pretty. You didn't say <laughs> what color it was. <laughs> Um, That's maroon, isn't it? No, no, uh, no it's <laughs> oh, all right. It's uh, who's purple? LSU. That TC, uh, okay. Uh, T- uh, TCU, too. TCU purple. Now this is <laughs> staying in the conference. This is a summer plant. They don't. Um, they're not the. They don't perform well under forty degrees. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, you can keep but, them alive though. Yep, but, but it it'll it'll make it uh, to have that bloom on there. Well, okay. eighteen to twenty four inches. Yeah, and so it's these, it's a, these guys are only sixteen ninety nine. Okay, and like I said, almost ready. And you you could use this already in a, in a dish if you wanted to. Oh no, yeah. Enough. Well, that one would be enough for the whole neighborhood to, <laughs> for uh, cooking. Yeah, and uh, it's it's like I say, it's an attractive pot. It's an attractive plant, mm-hmm. and it has a big big nice bloom on it. 
I imagine uh, if you kept it in a container, uh, you could cut it back in the, in the winter and, and protect it uh, through the winter. I believe so. Yeah, you can. Well, or you just collect some of the seed. They re- okay, I, don't, I guess it comes back from true from seed. Well, all the, other, all the other basils do. I just took it for granted. Yeah, this one did too. Well, that's yeah. true, too. All right, so sixteen ninety nine in the uh, 10 inch. 10 inch. All right, so with nine left, if you're listening to this and you're going, oh, man, I want one of those, but I can't make it there, I don't know what I'm going to do. If you're panicking <laughs> on the road, uh, pull over, call 210 497 3760-210-497-3760. That's the number for the mill, for Millburgers Nursery. And say, hey, yeah, put, it, put aside a couple of woes for me, or you can put aside uh, two or three. And uh, they'll do that, and then you can come pick them up tomorrow, or you can pick them up Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, this is Moen with nine left. I imagine that, that you'll, if, if no one buys them off the radio, I imagine you'll be down to... Just yeah. a couple left after today, so they may want to. Yeah, because if they sold that well yesterday, all right. We had a guy come 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 up to the program yesterday, and wanted to know if deer would eat hibiscus. I would think so. And I and I said I told him the story where we there's some more grandies over in Hollywood Park. Um, amongst the deer, and they don't eat them. Hmm. But when we tested them in uh, Forest Appleton's uh, front yard, uh, they ate the more grande last, but they did eat it. And uh, and he was kind of disappointed. He lived right down the road, and uh, he kind of disappointed. Walked off. And then I was looking through this <laughs> through this sales deal. And I saw Theralis. I didn't mention to him Theralis. So one I, of the I, best ones. I ran him down. <laughs> and uh, your Theralis is uh, is blooming pretty out there. It is. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And so I told him the deer wouldn't touch And that's, that's one of those plants. Well, so is hibiscus that you can you take it out of the nursery where it's spectacular looking with the blooms yeah. planted in your landscape. It's not, not going to miss a step. Just uh, continue blooming, performing just the way it has in the nursery. Hey, we've got to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Now, Jay, Sharon, you hold on. You're going to be up next right after this. Uh, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that, too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's MillburgerNursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. 
This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. With economic commentator Steve Moore out of the running for Fed, President Trump has turned to another option, announcing his intent to appoint economist Judy Shelton. Dr. Shelton is a superb choice. Years ago, Shelton was one of the very few analysts to predict the fall of the Soviet Union long before it happened. Her conservative commitments are rock solid, having directed the Sound Money Project at the Atlas Foundation. Just last year, she was successful in getting Senate confirmation as the U.S. Director of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. So she's already been thoroughly vetted and would likely prevail in the confirmation process. The stakes for the global economy have never been higher. We need a new voice at the Fed who can be a solid vote for the protection of monetary stability and who can handle herself at the table with the big boys. Judy Shelton will do well. She should be confirmed. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m. The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world as truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930am amtheanswer.com keyword story and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer going to go get to the phone lines in just a moment but first I want to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control if you're looking for a pest control company that number one has been here a long time Spider-Man's been here since the 70's helping people uh, with their pest control problems so they've got a lot of experience who knows how to help you uh, and has a proven track record of helping businesses and residential customers in San Antonio. And I say that uh, since Spider-Man's the, the place to go. And I say the business part because while you may be irritated by roaches or fleas or ants, uh, these are companies whose livelihood depends on being clean and not having roaches <laughs> running around the place. So um, Spider-Man is, uh, you, you find anybody that's using Spider-Man and they will, uh, I'll tell you, they love them. In fact, that's how I met Spider-Man was a, another business, a restaurant uh, that had called three other places and finally found Spider-Man. Well, they had been using Spider-Man for about 10 years after they found him. So that gives you an idea. They liked him. He solved the problem. And they stuck with him. So it was you, a problem. You were, you were eating at this restaurant that had roaches. Is that what happened? Milton? What's that? No, the the actually they had bats. <laughs> bats. Yeah, oh, that was Lord. a problem. So they didn't have them after Spider Man got there. That's even worse. So give Spider Man a call. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Or you can find them online. Go SpiderManPest.com. Go SpiderManPest.com. All right. We're going to go uh, back to the phone lines now. Let's see if find out who we have uh, first up here. Uh, Jay is on the line. Got a question about a palm tree. Hey there, Jay. Welcome to the show. What's going Hi. on today? Thank you very much. Oh, just fine. Thank you. Appreciate you taking my call, guys. Uh, I have a question. My sister brought me a uh, It's a queen, pa- a queen palm tree down from the valley. 
And and right. I wanted to know is that gonna, am I going to be successful with growing that here in San Antonio? Yeah, to the first freeze or the first hard freeze. Uh, but they'll they'll do pretty good. Do but do we really have that? We really don't have real hard freezes here. I mean, that's right. You know, as and far um, as that goes, that's a, that's some big palms around. Uh, but uh, I give it I give it a try. They're uh, good trees, and, and now's the time to plant it in the summer. Okay. Okay, great. And uh, what? Uh, how far do I get to about the size right now of uh, of a fifty cent piece as far as diameter is concerned? How far should I put it, uh, should I put it in the ground? Not very far. Is it going to be a big one when it's planted? Yeah. Well, then then the most important thing is the uh, making sure it stays up because you don't you don't okay. put yeah you don't put much root in the ground. Right. And you just kind of sit oh, on the top of the ground, and oh, then really? bra- bracing it. Yeah, make have a yeah. Make sure you have a the nur- your nurserymen help and some ties. Tie, yeah. You know what? I have, a, I have one of those. I have one of those tomato growing stands that your vine on. I can put one of those and just kind of brace it like that. That'll work. So, so about how much? How, how what's the depth? You think a couple of inches down? As far as the root ball, put, put it put it where the root ball, you can see the root ball on top of the ground. Okay, yeah, is it in a container? No, yeah, just in a small container, just a baby, yeah, uh, like about a four oh, inch. Like okay, a, yeah, just don't don't yeah. don't plant it any deeper than in a container. Right. Oh, okay, great. Now I'll go by that then. Great, that's awesome. And anything that I could put on top to help it maybe come along through the summer. Um, some you, kind of patience is always <laughs> the best. Patience and don't overwater. Don't overwater. Okay. Yeah, both both Jerry and I have seen the the, the main threat to uh, palms is you plant them now, but you you don't want to have soggy that soggy base. Not for a palm. Yeah, they just can't put up with it. You just so maybe water them uh, occasionally. Let them dry out between waterings and uh, just don't oh, overwater. Okay. Yeah, they'll okay. rot if you go over water. Okay. Alrighty. I, I appreciate y'all's help and wish me some luck. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. You take care. Bye bye. Hey, Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Sharon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Yesterday, you were talking about a plant. Somebody called in and asked about a plant. And you told them to turn the pot on their side and let it dry out. What plant was you talking about? <laughs> amaryllis. Oh, amaryllis, yeah. Uh, amaryllis. We usually don't talk about that unless it's in the morning. In what? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's making a joke. We only talk about amaryllis by morning. <laughs> oh, okay. And we're in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, so, uh, uh, we, were to- we were talking about okay. the amaryllis like you get for... Christmas or something like that. Uh-huh. And yeah, if you want to try to time the the bloom, yeah, time the bloom for the holidays, you uh, have to let it dry out and then what what did we determine? October 1st then you start yeah. watering it again. Neil Bear says if you're talking about the Christmas amaryllis, let them keep growing until the middle of August. That's coming up. 
Okay. Uh, lay, lay the pots on their side, then let the plant dry up completely. Uh, they're desert plants, and uh, to set the bloom or to set a bud, uh, they have to be dried down. And uh, okay. we decided that that would be a perfect plant for Milton. Yeah, because I dry them down <laughs> periodically. <laughs> Lay the pots on the side. Let the plants dry up completely. Repot them into fresh potting mix and start watering them again. And we decided uh, October, October, one. October 1. They, okay. they, should, they, should come back, they should come back and flower between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, if I just pot, potted them this spring, do I still need to repot them? No, no. Because I forced I forced the bulbs last year. Okay. And I and then I planted them out. Okay. Uh, this spring. So all I need to do is, like in October, bring them in the house. Well, all you need to do is dry. You have to dry them down. Yeah, dry them yeah. out. To, okay. To, to the to leaves top. Yeah, leave die back. When you okay. planted them in the bed, that makes it a little harder. But if you have a dry so yeah. dry fall, it works. Yeah. But, but if it's a wet fall. Now, don't get to feeling sorry for them when they start drying down and water them, okay? <laughs> we, want them to, we want them to dry down co- completely. And then uh, you can cut that dried top off. Well, okay. But, uh, then uh, when you restart rewatering, they'll send up new bugs. Okay. Uh, okay. But but when Thank- okay, say I want them in the house for Christmas uh, time, so I should bring them back. I should bring them in the house basically at that time and start watering them. Uh, that, I, that I right? think it'd be easier to water them out on the patio or something in a morning sun afternoon shade situation. But uh, and then when they start sending up their uh, spikes of uh, bloom, the bloom spikes, you uh-huh. can bring them in the house. Okay, so you don't don't need to worry about them getting cold. Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. But bring them in but before it freezes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to know. Mine are already in pot, so... Okay. Um, Thank you for calling. That's good. Okay, we'll thank talk you. to you later, Sharon. Bye, Sharon. You take care. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. <laughs> outside of San Antonio. Toll free, 866-308-8867. The number to call. We talked about Calvin's um, article in yesterday's paper. Mm-hmm, the uh, one you nearly lost. Got good pictures and uh, birds and and um, a waterfowl. So outside water features for the birds at this time of the year. Uh, things are drying up, so uh, that means that the birds need water. It's amazing yeah. how everything is <laughs> dried up so quickly. Yeah, I have that uh, iris bed out on the front of the boulevard and and I had planted uh, milkweed, tropical milkweed did real well out there and the deer I was testing to make sure the deer didn't need it, the deer didn't need it. Good. But even that was drying down. drying down. So I was out there with the hose watering and uh, you know what else 
dried down pericantho. I wouldn't expect it. Oh, my goodness. It was competing with uh, the vines in our, our favorite uh, cat claw. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so kind of look at your landscape out there and notice, especially if, if it's something you've uh, just planted like last year, viburnum or even hollies or something. Just make sure they're... Uh, they're really the leaves have a, a good bounce to them, vibrancy to them. Otherwise, uh, it wouldn't hurt to give them a little uh, water at the base. Just even one time yeah. this month will, will really help them out. When it really gets uh, severely dry, the uh, I look at my Asian jasmine, the ground cover, and when that wills. You better get the water. Mm-hmm. How do you water that? You sprinkle it? No, I use a hose. And uh, especially under my citrus. I've got a little citrus set now. Yeah. And uh, we want to keep those citrus watered so they'll have good fruit. A lot of people uh, in November in November or, or in the October, November, uh, they called the show and want to know why their fruit is dry inside. That's because it dried out when the fruit was small. And, you, and there's nothing, nothing you can do once it dries down severely to make that fruit juicy again. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't said much this year, Jerry. We did last year, kind of emphasized it. But your uh, peaches and plums and apples and pears oh, for yeah. next year. Yeah. They're, uh, they're forming the uh, bl- the blooms that right bloom now. bloom buds for next year. Yeah. yeah. So you want you want to keep them watered too. You don't. You may not have to water them as much as you did when you had fruit on them. Right. But they they do need a uh, every two couple weeks a good good watering. Yeah. Uh, to uh, keep the foliage in good shape and keep that bud development. Going right. along on target. A lot of people abandon the trees after they harvest the fruit and think it's going to happen again next year. Well, like you said, uh, what's going to show up next year is being formed now. So uh, uh, fruit trees need uh, moisture uh, all through the year. Let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Lots of folks out here at Millburgers. Why don't you come join us, too? And uh, you can ask your gardening question in person or just do some shopping and take advantage of some great things on sale. In fact, we'll share what those things are uh, in just a moment. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to 
to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to millburgernursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's millburgernursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Bulvardy Road. Before I-35, Austin Highway was the route to Austin. Nacogdoches Road was the way to Nacogdoches, a San Antonio story of the road and Texas town named for Prince Frederick of Prussia. After this, looking for a trusted air conditioning expert? Countywide Service Company and Daikin are here to help, offering personal service, commitment to quality, and keeping your home cooled. Countywide Service and Daikin can solve your HVAC needs. No problem is too big or too small. Call Countywide Service to schedule your appointment. Call Countywide Service Company with professionals. Fast and fair. 210 732 9772. License number TACLA 280668. You can fix your own fence and paint your own house. But when it comes to electrical work, leave it to the professionals at Bolt Electric. With 30 years of electrical experience and customer service, Bolt Electric has the most five-star Google reviews in San Antonio. Bolt Electric. From residential fixes like breaker boxes and ceiling fans to commercial transformers and bucket truck projects. Call Bolt Electric at 210-545-BOLT. BoltElectricSA.com. License TECL 26658. The Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com has a great deal available on tuition to one of San Antonio's premier Christian schools. Trinity Christian Academy is a Christ-centered school that teaches truth, cultivates Christian character, and academic excellence. And for a limited time, you can get a voucher for a year of tuition valued at $6,000 for only $4,000. But you need to act fast as this deal won't last long. Get the complete details at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. It looked like it wanted to rain for a while, now I'm not so sure. 
I don't this morning it, to the south. I don't south. think it wants to rain. Okay, I'm not sure it does either. <laughs> this morning it did. It looked like because you could see all the clouds kind of come into the south, and they were kind of a grayish white. But get over it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's not going to rain. All right. We're in summer, Milton, in Texas. Sometimes it rains in the summer <laughs> in Texas. Well, in July, the average rainfall is generally over three inches. Yeah, see? We only got four days left. <laughs> How did we do so far? Because we've gotten rain. Oh, no, yeah. We're we're behind in July. Okay. I think we've got... Come on, rain. Point, we've got point, point 14 inches so far. Oh. Official rain. Yeah, less, this less. is a, this is the first time my my lawn is showing. Oh, what needing water? Oh, we were going to talk about some of the plants that were on and sale. My beautiful horse herb. Oh, it's disappeared. No. Huh? This is disappearing. Be interesting to see when it rains, how long it takes to come back. Now, the the good news about uh, dry weather like this is the a new crop of weeds don't come out that's true you get a, you get a little if you could stand working in this kind of <laughs> heat you get a little chance to catch up there you go you not may not have to weeds. mow the lawn might as, as much no no but you can take the string mower and get some of the weeds or do like i'm doing is trying to get the vines off of everything yeah but we had uh garbage pickup or brush, brush pickup pick yes tomorrow uh-huh that's i think we so are you ready yeah. and uh yeah. Okay. I had <laughs> I had Curtis come over, and I was just going to cut a few of the trash trees that were along the fence and everything. And uh, we had uh, Jeremy and what, his buddy from Nashville were helping us brag, drag the brush. So we had a system where uh, either Curtis or I would cut the stump off, and Jeremy had the uh, cut vine and stump killer, which he would immediately apply to the wound. And uh, then we would uh, drag the brush off out to the front. Well, what I didn't understand was a lot of that brush was hidden under brush. <laughs> oh, no. So we cut one and trash another tree one. down and there... Of course, Hackberry was the main invader, and it's always there's always more motivation for cutting the one with a, a identifiable stem. Yeah, see it in the ground, and then it's kind of overwhelming when you get that one out, and then there's yeah seventeen of these little, <laughs> little squatty ones. ones that are on. The, <laughs> That's exactly that what you, I had. That you've been cut that they've been cut before, so you just got a <laughs> little pieces coming off, and so we cut them and. Uh, Jeremy, uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, experiment to see because uh, uh, that uh, Curtis was telling us about the new container for the cut vine and stump killer. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, it's got a it's got a a brush on it. You know, before it had kind of a spongy mm-hmm. uh, apparatus. This had a. Uh, uh, just like a paintbrush on there. That's a small paintbrush. And so Jeremy was doing it uh, not to my specifications. I, I always, we always take uh, try to get a drop 
on, oh. on the cut surface, you know, a, a whole drop. Oh, see, I don't, yeah. Somebody else was arguing, uh, was comfortable with that drop thing. But, <laughs> I, but I've been using that brush. Did you, I, you just paint it on? I just paint it on. It's a little harder, but you want to make sure you get it around that vascular Yeah, edge. right. Uh, oh, that's a... I, well, Jeremy, Jeremy did a good job painting on And they okay. have... Uh, but I was not happy that I he always, didn't put drops yeah, on Yeah, I always appreciate the the dye they have in there, too. That uh, Is there still that pink or blue yeah, dye? Yeah, yeah. So you can see that how well it's been applied. No, I think this stuff is clear now. Oh, really? I think it's clear. Huh, because they used to fade, but you, right. you'd have that color there for a while, at least to see where... How much you had covered it? Yeah, the commercial uh, uh, plant growers. Uh, I know Color Spot used to do this when they would cl- clean up their beds. They had a purple dye in there or a blue dye uh, that that told them where they had been sprayed and to show them if there was any misses or not. So that was a good idea. But anyway, we got them all done. Yeah. My, uh, Curtis and I pretty well uh, played out before the <laughs> by the last uh, couple of uh, weeks, but we couldn't have made it without the brush dragger. Hey, we got Sue on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Sue. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. How can we help you? I have a new house that we just moved into that by the pool are four gorgeous big oaks, but around the bottom are all the little sucklings that are coming up, and I don't know if they're acorns coming up or if they're coming up off the root, and I don't know a safe way to get rid of them because I'm in fair oak, which means I have oak wilt around the corner. Well, they're not acorns. They're they're suckers coming they're, off the root. They're yeah. suckers. Okay. And there's no, okay. there really is no easy way, and especially in that situation you're in, that it's going to mean, I think base. I I use a string mower, and Jerry uses lawnmower quite often, but uh, some places you have to just use a pruning shears yeah. off there. And uh, you can't, of course, you can't use any herbicide or anything because they're connected to the roots. Correct. If, okay, what, if I cut them all back and off, if I cover that with a deep layer of mulch, will that keep them from coming back or no? No. No. <laughs> okay, that's I want to see That's a unanimous decision. Yeah, there's some, there's some oak tree, uh, individual oak trees that are just inclined to do it. And then there's some soil situations that contribute to inclination. You know, in our, uh-huh. our, all of our shallow soils around here uh, uh, make it. What is it? Uh, yeah. Make it. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it does. Likely soil. they'll do it's it. Not, it's not like I'm on rock. It's a little better than that, but not much. Yeah. Can you? Okay, so uh, is, is that tree surrounded by? Uh, 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 in other words, can you mow around it? No. It's up. It's kind of in a bed next to the swimming pool. Oh, okay. So there's okay. A ri- the, the trees are not buried. I mean, you can see the, the flare. So Good. the pool kind of goes down, but 
it has a wall behind it, so I can't mow it. I'm going to have to either string uh-huh. it or hand do it. Well, uh, um, while you're out there enjoying your pool, there you just go. Le- just lean back and, and <laughs> you be in the shade, right? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And enjoy cutting the little sprout. I, I was thinking it might be, she might just get her her uh, partner's favorite drink, alcoholic drink. There and you give, go. Give them a couple of those and then say, let's do Here something together. Yeah. Like cut these. Now, the, 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 string, the string mower is relatively easy if you have a good string mower and you're just careful. Well, it is. Care, I just wanted to make... And do I have to worry about oak wilt? Do I need to be painting every one of those? No. No, no there doesn't seem to be a... a, a the the, uh, the cut. I mean, the uh, opening there is so small, there doesn't seem to be any trends. And it dries out so quick. Yeah. Okay, especially this time of year, right? I mean, isn't this the best right. time to... Yeah. Right. Yeah, those... The, yeah. those, those uh, the suckers are... Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's they've ever been able to uh, see a time when that that's where the oak wilt started have okay. you got other okay. have you got other oak trees around there in your oh lot? yeah it's beautiful yeah there's okay there's like six D- of them around the tree do you that's notice cool. that uh, some of uh, that some of them don't have sprouts and some of them do yes yeah. the ones that are out in the yard do not have okay sprouts, but that's probably because they get mowed no, this doesn't get mowed. No, <laughs> if they were if they were getting mowed, I mow sprouts, and mm-hmm. uh, there'd be be a thick carpet of sprouts out there. You know what? I'm looking at another tree right now, and yes, they, there are like four trees that don't have it, and then there's one yeah. that's like you said, a yeah. thick yeah. carpet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, nobody knows why, why some trees have it and some trees don't. Yeah. Okay, you're the doctor. You're supposed to be doing a thesis on that. Oh, okay. Figure that out. I'll, I'll, I'll make up a story. <laughs> there you go. That works. That works. One other quick uh, question. Because okay. the yard has kind of been neglected big time, there are a lot of sticker birds. I can't do really anything about those until the spring when I put out a herbicide, right? Yeah, where are the stickers? Are there already stickers on the uh, plants? Yeah, yeah, oh. they've already matured. Yeah, at that point. Now, if you if you've got if you've got relatively flat ground, uh, one of our little tricks is you just drag uh, a carpet uh, carpet piece, uh, an old yeah. blanket works. It doesn't last long, but uh, uh, a young child <laughs> with a uh, uh, fur coat. We we have two of those, so we'll try that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then then go to plantanswers.com. There's a there's a whole bunch of alternatives that are discussed and the uh that sp- that spring, let's see, when is that March 1st is when we uh generally put out that first application of a pre-emergent pre-emergent right. And then then again okay. uh about June 1st we put out a second application. Oh, that's our part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the because they they have a tendency to they they have a whole long period of time when they'll germinate. Those stickers okay. hang around. Yeah. They're yeah. Mesh, so, but yeah. Sounds okay, like you'll have fun. Work. 
Yeah. Well, well, one the one thing that you might re- uh, check on is uh, is your is your grass Saint Augustine or, or Bermuda? I'm in um, Saint Augustine. I think it's Saint Augustine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, under the trees. Right. Uh, there's a new uh, herbicide out called All-in-One Lawn Weed Killer. Okay. All-in-One Lawn Weed Killer, and it's under uh-huh. an image image layer label. Okay. I M A G E. Right. Uh, and I, I I don't know for sure, uh, but I think that. Uh, I think that it's cleared for use on uh, St. Augustine. I know, okay. I know it's, cl- I know it's cleared for use on Bermuda. But look around and see if you can find uh, that la- that uh, image label. Now, of course, that doesn't help you with the the sandburrs that are there. I It'll mean, kill it, them. It's all, it kills the plant, but the sandburrs are still there. Oh, oh, yeah. The birds are still there. Yeah. The birds themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll she'll have to deal with deal with that. Uh, but, do you catch your grass clippings? This is new, and no, we don't. Maybe we have had one lawn service, and then it quit raining, so we haven't mowed again. Um, okay. But catch it, and we'll, that'll get the that'll get the um, burrs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times you're catching the uh, grass clippings and just sandburrs will, will cut down on your population. Now, if you've got San San uh, San Augustine grass, just uh, watering it and taking care of it, it'll a lot of times they'll the, the sandburrs yeah. will disappear. But your Bermuda, if you got Bermuda in full sun, that that's a little tougher. Then your pre-emergent herbicide really works well. Okay, we need to okay. run a break. Okay. Good luck. Right, thank you. Thanks, Sue. You take care. All right. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And toll-free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. And like I said, lots of folks out here at the nursery today. I guess the sun came out, and so did the gardeners. So come join us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. We'll be back in a moment. This is Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. This, of course, is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, uh, let's uh, tell you real quick about some of the things that are on sale this week um, at Millburgers. We've mentioned some of them as the show has been going on. Uh, we've mentioned fall tomatoes. They're $1.99 in the 4.5-inch pot, and they're varieties that are chosen for this area. Uh, perennials are on sale, and we see a lot of folks uh, getting those in the one-gallon container. Uh, $4.18 and 5 for $20. They're regularly $6.99, so this is a great price on the perennials and a wide variety of different things to choose from. 
So you can take advantage of that. We saw um, one woman look like she bought between six and eight of the Angelonia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the purple one that's on sale for ninety eight cents each. Check that out online. It's really very pretty. Called Summer Snapdragon. Sinises are on sale, sixteen eighty eight in the three and five gallon container. Jerry was talking and to Trace. They've got Lynn Lyra. Uh, Lynn Lyra is that on sale too? Yeah. Okay. It's over there with the Sinisa. Okay. Theralis is on sale for fourteen eighty eight. You were talking about that. Deer resistant and in bloom. In bloom. Uh, Gold Star Esperanza, twelve inch pot, nineteen eighty eight. And Millburgers, uh, the Mil- uh, the potting soil rather landscapers pride potting soil, three eighty eight in the forty pound bag. Uh, and compost, two eighty eight in the forty pound bag. Compost peat, it says. Uh, you remember Compost Pete? He used yeah, to do the showcase. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. Is he doing okay? He's yeah, he's doing, he's doing okay. Decorative concrete fountains are on sale, too. It's an inventory reduction sale, so you can be a winner. Uh, save 20 to 40% on all concrete fountains in stock. Pumps included, limited to stock on hand. No special orders. So uh, check it out at MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. And the birds over here are testifying to how much they like water. Oh yeah, those loud grackles. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing they're bringing their young in here. It's part oh, of the, is that what it is? Yeah, part of the transition we've had. Uh, <laughs> several families come through, yeah, but it's not just the. Uh, what what do we had? We had a uh, titmouse the other day, and we've had uh, uh, goldfinches. The, the, yeah, the little goldfinches. So that water, the water definitely brings them in. And as you get into this kind of weather. The water brings more and more of them in, and it's uh, it's a uh, it's a way to observe the birds, but it's also a way to kind of help them out. Yeah, and if you don't if you don't believe that they're they're thirsty, put it, put your sprinkler out on your water day. Put your sprinkler out there and watch the birds come to it. Hummingbirds, I mean, yeah. uh, all sorts of birds come to it. So uh, I love those hummingbirds flying in and out of that uh, water. Yeah. Playing games. Yeah, it's like, it's like when the water hits them, they, they look surprised. You know, they don't know what it is. Except yeah, that, that's what they're flying in and out of. And they'll so. land right on a, like a, <laughs> a bran- branch that's in the main yeah. s- where the sprinkler hits. Or they'll, they'll even land on the sprinkler apparatus. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh really? Wow! Yeah. Huh. Uh, I was looking through, finishing up uh, Neil Sperry's uh, questions and answers. Uh, he had a question uh, come in: uh, Will blue bonnets come up in a field that has thick Bermuda grass, or do I need to kill it first? I assume this is not a farmer with a coastal Bermuda field. Yeah. Uh, and Neil says, blue bonds do not compete at all well with Bermuda grass. Now, if you think back, uh, we've actually talked about if you're overseeding your lawn, overseed uh, with, with blue bond seed, overseed where there's Bermuda grass. Uh, because the Bermuda grass goes dormant, about the time that the blue bonnets germinate, so they can coexist with uh, with uh, Bermuda. Now, how thick it is uh, makes a difference. 
But they, the, they don't respond well either to the uh, quarter-inch mowing, like on a golf course or anything. Right, right. Kinda. But if, you, if you've if been quarter-inch mowing your Bermuda grass and it goes, begins to go dormant when the blue bonnet starts sprouting, then you're in good shape. You can you can uh, you won't have to mow the Bermuda anymore, and uh, uh, the Bermuda, the blue bonnets will kind of sit there all winter with the Bermuda grass, and then take off growing big time in the spring in March. Uh, now, if you want to kill it, kill the Bermuda. In other words, if you just got a grassy area. Uh, then uh, uh, you can use some of this uh, over-the-top or fusillade products that uh, that kill only grasses. Ornamec. Ornamec, yeah. I think I think uh, Wild Seed Farms. Uh, John Thomas sells ornamec in his catalog, okay. and of course we have it here. But uh, for the that purpose of taking grass out of uh, out of wildflowers, it'll only kill the the broad only kill the grasses, will not hurt the broadleaf. So uh, that's the way you handle Bermuda grass. Of course, at this time of the year, where the seed is laying there on the ground, uh, you can mow the Bermuda grass if you keep it mowed short, and it won't hurt the blue bonnets at all. Um, also, we talked about last week, I think, quite a bit on uh, 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 what, what's wrong with the lantanas blooming. Oh, yeah. Uh, not blooming. And uh, uh, Neil Spears uh, addressed this in his newsletter, weekly newsletter. And uh, we actually got a question on plantanswers.com. Uh about uh, what what do you do with lace bugs or how do you control lace bugs? And uh, I uh, there's a hummingbird. Oh yeah, oh, there you go. One showed up, huh? Uh, Must have been listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to pick from here. If you if you don't know what lace bugs look like. Or their damage looks like. You mainly see the damage. Uh, you can go on the internet and and look up lace bug damage. Get here. <laughs> you recognize uh, that? Hey, guys? sure. <laughs> so uh, you can Is look the, up lace bug damage, and uh, they they'll become more prevalent uh, in this hot weather. And uh, <laughs> the guy walked up here yeah. asking about uh, tomatoes. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. We, we should had, should so, I give him the paper? Uh, I don't think you want to risk losing it. You still may need it today. Here, <laughs> I'll give Cal- Calvin the give paper. Give Calvin the paper. Here, Calvin. Here, Bill. <laughs> here we go, Bill. Bill's visiting with us. What you say, man? Show him where the tomatoes are. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we had a question about lace bug damage, especially on lantana. 
And uh, I had to look through the archives, and lo and behold, I found an article written by Calvin Fitch. What? Can you believe it? Uh, Calvin writes, Lantanas are perennial. They come in many colors and sizes. All do best in full sun. Where where they are generally deer-proof, drought-tolerant, and pest-resistant. The exception to the pest-free claim has been damaged by lace bugs on many plantings. Now, if you don't know if you got lace bugs, if your lantana was blooming, no, and especially if it's new gold lantana, that thing should bloom all summer long. Okay. If it goes out of bloom, and the leaves kind of look like uh, they got spots on them, they they very similar re- resemble uh, spider mite damage. Uh, and so uh, the the lace bugs suck the juices from the leaves to reduce blooming for a while, and leave the foliage looking faded and dusty. That's cavalry. Oh, okay. The little beetles suck the juices from the plants just like spider mites, scale, or aphids. The symptom is the same as well. Uh, I have still got the, uh, I, I have still got the, uh, I don't need it back. I covered mm-hmm. everything. Uh, I, I, I still got the uh, uh, spider mite pictures on plantanswers.com. And figuring that uh, people are deciding whether to pull out their toma- spring tomatoes uh, for fall tomatoes, to plant fall tomatoes, uh, or whether to keep the spring tomatoes and plant more fall tomatoes. And I would I would bet that 95% of all the tomato plants that were planted in the spring now have spider mites. Now, quite a, quite a few. And so that's why I've got those pictures on there um, to show people what the plant damage looks like and also some close-ups of uh, the little bit of spider mites. Uh, uh, the, the symptom is the same for uh, spider mites as it is for uh, uh, lace bugs. The, fo- uh, the plants recover, but a spray at the first sign of a symptom on the foliage or if the plants stop blooming will eliminate the problem. Um, the blooms are usually cycle, cycle, they cycle in that they bloom for six weeks, rest for six weeks, then bloom again. I'm, I'm much more... I think it's best if you had problems last year to kind of time it before you, you see any symptoms. Oh. You uh, 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 always you kind of watch for them, but always seems to me that the, the normal happening is that you watch, they're doing fine, the next thing you know there's no booms left. Right. So you, you, if you've had a problem with them in the past and you still got blooms, but they... Most of them that have are going to have a problem have show, probably showed up by now. Yeah. Are we talking? Are we talking spider mites? Or are we talking? Still talking? Lace bugs. Lace bugs. Lace bugs. Yeah. Uh, area landscapers have speeded up reblooming by deadheading the planting 
every three or four weeks. A light uh, one-half inch deep pruning will, with a string more stimulates the new flush of flowers. Uh, so, do you agree, you agree with all that, Calvin? I kind of do, and that that's a an option too if you're uh, into the butterfly thing, and you're not sure whether those that treatment is going to be good or bad for your butterflies. Uh, but that uh, the string mower treatment does work pretty well. Yeah, and there's no fly. If there's no flowers, uh, yeah. you don't won't harm the butterfly. Yeah, and they don't lay eggs on. Uh, I've never seen no. eggs on a, a lantana. Lantana. Yeah, we're not we're not ex- exactly sure how a systemic uh, how it affects a butterfly seeking nectar. Uh, you know, you suspect it's not not the best thing, but uh, we don't know that for sure. Yeah, and the other, even the spinosad or something is. Yeah. I was reading from your article that I had on Plant Answer. Oh. That's why I was asking you if you agreed with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with it. <laughs> In terms of it's a much, much easier if you're concentrating on blooms on the, uh, on the lantana, or, or I had the same issue with my peaches. You know, if you want uh, blemish-free peaches... You definitely have to spray, but I didn't spray this year because uh, I also had all had those butterfly plants planted all around my peaches. No. Well, I was talking about cutting down the trash trees a while ago. Uh, we got a question in. What kind of tree is this, and is it worth transplanting somewhere else in my landscape? I don't know where it came from. And uh, the photo showed a juvenile foliage of a fruiting mulberry. Mm. As the tree blooms, as the tree becomes more mature, the load will, uh, won't be present on next year's leaf. They will take a rounded shape. But once you've seen the seedling mulberry and had it identified for you, you'll always remember it. The seedling is from a red mulberry. A bird happened along soon after it feasted on mulberries somewhere nearby, and it is it planted and fertilized the seed for you. That was it nice. Fer- it planted and fertilized the seed. Yeah, that's nice. The birds yeah, they, do that. They're swell that way. Mulberry trees are loaded with all fruits, all waiting to be devoured by birds and deposited into our landscape beds. It's the same way with hackberry. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're close to. They're not in the same league really as hackberries, and then china berries are in between. As, but all those three are the the ones I see the most of. Yeah. As trees go, just as trees themselves go, mulberries are pretty, and they're fairly durable. But when it comes to their habits, having fruit, they're horribly messy. Except the birds eat them before they even get ripe. (laughs) Yeah. 
You can, you don't get mulberry now. If you got a if you got a corner or you got a big lot that you can have a mulberry, there's nothing more exciting than and if you're a bird watcher to see those birds, so all those species. It's just another one of those emotion trees yeah. when the berries are there. And uh don't don't expect to get a uh, too many buckets full of uh, nice ripe mulberries, although they taste good and if you could get them, they'd be worth it. But uh, mine, I never, I rarely saw one that reached the mature color. You know, they right. They're eating them when they're half ripe. Hey, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road, right here on nine thirty a.m. This is, of course, the answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see a events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's MillburgerNursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedmap.com to access our free live training event schedule. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Mulo, 52 weeks by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and the night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amarin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. The Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com has a great deal available on tuition to one of San Antonio's premier Christian schools. Trinity Christian Academy is a Christ-centered school that teaches truth, cultivates Christian character, and academic excellence. And for a limited time, you can get a voucher for a year of tuition 
option valued at $6,000 for only $4,000. But you need to act fast as this deal won't last long. Get the complete details at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Trace is going to join us. We've got a couple calls on the line. Scrubby is going to start us off. Hey, Scrubby, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for calling 210-308-8867. How can we help you, Scrubby? Uh, look, uh, I need some information, some answers. Uh, I've got a little grove of uh, papayas, and uh, I, I don't seem to be getting any fruit. I get a lot of blooms and they come and go and uh, there's no fruit left behind so out of uh, five or six plants I've only got two actually you know identifiable fruit there but I got uh, a lot of uh, a lot of blooms I'm wondering if I'm not getting uh, how to pollinate that I'm not uh, sure whether I can no. pollinate it what? by hand or no I, I didn't hear the fruit again. I didn't either papaya, uh, papaya. papaya. are we papaya are yeah. are you having uh, are you having uh, female blooms? Uh, well, I've got some fruit, so I've got uh, probably you know I don't know how to tell. I, you know, I'm well. The, the the female bloom the 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 plants are male and female. Okay. And uh, uh, the male bloom, the male has more blooms. And the female has a bloom with a little bitty papaya attached to it, like a little squash. Okay, well, I see a bunch of them, yeah. Okay, so you've got to have a, you, uh, Mr. Moy at the Botanical Garden uh, used to say that you had to hand pollinate them. In other words, take a, a male flower and pollinate uh, the female flower when it opens in the morning. Yeah, I, I wonder if that would help, yeah. so. Oh, yeah, uh, it will. That was my, my main question, whether you can actually do that or not. Do you, do you yeah, have a male plant, too? Uh, you have, a, yeah, you, you have male and female plants. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah several of each. Where did you get the plants? you grow them yourself? Oh, yeah, I've had them here for 10 years. Okay. They, uh, not they, not well, the they same plant, up. though. Uh, well, uh, for, I've had the same plant for four or five years, but then uh, I lost them all in uh, 
I think 08, I lost about 40, I had 40 proof hanging when it got down to 26 degrees, and they don't, uh, they don't live through that. No. So, uh, they're they're so a pile to, of mush. I had to start over. And where did you get be, the, uh, where did, where did you get the original plants? Or oh, start? I just got some got a fruit down at H E B and uh you know, propagated. Oh, myself. okay. Okay, okay. And uh, but, I, thought uh one you, year, I thought maybe you had one of dog uh, Mr. Moyes. Uh no, I I I was uh somebody asked me one time if I bought them or if I knew where to get them and uh, tried to sell me some but I already uh I've you know, I was growing them and uh down in uh, no, Kima, okay. so I, I, I knew how to do it. But I, I just wondered if, uh, but I never had uh, any problem with uh, all blooms and no fruit, so I didn't know if you could do that by hand or not. Yeah, you get a lot of blooms on the mail, but uh, uh, much much less blooms on the fruit of the female. And you have to do oh, it. You yeah. have to hand hand pollinate them, and you have to do it uh, in the cool of the morning. In other words, yeah. before it gets nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that uh, that sounds uh, uh, like something I could do. And uh, yeah. I, 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 one one, you know, it takes. Uh, they have to be uh, fourteen months old before they'll bear fruit. So right. I have to keep I have to keep them in uh, under a you know in the grow light. I grow them under a grow light for till they get about eight inches tall, and then I put them in the ground and they take off. Wow! And then, uh, a, a month's time, they're waist high, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, last year I had a, a stand of them that I went to all that trouble to get, and uh, squirrels came and ate all the blooms. No, no. So, uh, yeah, so I had beautiful plants the rest of the year, but never had any fruit. So that'd yeah. be something what, to look what, out for. What 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 size is the fruit? Is it about to like an orange? About no, the size of an orange, a tennis ball? No, football. Yeah. Oh, football. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. They they weigh six seven pounds a piece. Okay, Mister Mister Moore was crossing four those. Four pounds would be a big one. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the but, sweet? Uh, yeah, the ones you the ones you see in H E D, that's exactly what you're getting. You know, they're eight inches long. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You eat them like cantaloupe, man. I just eat them in the field out there. There you go. Thanks, Grubby. All right. Take her easy. Good you. luck. I'm gonna. I'll be up in the morning. All right. Pollinating. <laughs> yeah. Checking. Checking sex. All right. Sex in the down. garden. Oh my goodness. Sex in the garden. Anyway, we think a lot alike. Yeah. Thanks, Grubby. You take care. 210-308-8867. Gus is on the line. Gus, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What's going on? So I have some uh, beautiful Italian cypress trees uh, in my backyard, direct sun. And over the years, I've lost a couple here and there, and I always replace them because I really like the look of cypress trees. Um, the, the, the problem that I have, I believe, is mainly with spider mites. And I've been using a neem oil spray uh, to combat them. Usually when I see the leaves get brown, I'll hit them up with the, the neem oil, and I can keep the spider mites at bay. I just want to confirm if I'm doing you know, the best thing possible to keep these things, you know, beautiful and green, or is there another uh, option that I might use instead of just using neem oil? 
Well, if the neem oil is working, uh, it's real, real tough to control. Italian cypress are unpredictable, but then if they get the... Uh, well, you're talking the toughest insect to get rid of, and yeah. you're probably talking about the weakest product to try to do it. Um, a, it is a good suffocant, and it does work okay when, when the temperatures are cooler, but now the, the mites are, would be exploding in the heat, and neem oil doesn't work very well when it's hot either. Are they really big Italian cypress? I, I've grown them from probably maybe uh, five, uh, four footers to they're now approaching uh, like ten foot. Um, and I and I notice they get obviously they, they start getting infested when I see uh, you know them dying, getting brown, and then then I'll usually hit them with the, the neem oil. But they I've been met, I've managed to keep these four that I have uh, alive. Um, but it's tough. I mean, I'm fighting these these spider mites all the time. Well, they took all the good miticides off the market probably 15 years ago. What about what about uh, Trace? You think it's worth the effort the uh, neem oil with uh, acetate in it? It might might help. Um, I'd also consider adding sulfur sulfur uh, as a deterrent uh, regularly. Yeah. So we're, the other the, we on our tomatoes we use a uh, um, sea, seaweed extract to slow down the reproduction, but it does it really doesn't uh, stop the spider mites. But uh, so neem oil is the is the one option. You you might want to experiment with that. So uh, well, we sell a tomato vegetable spray that's actually a pyrethrin and sulfur. Really? That uh, to combine that, uh, you know, on a tomato plant, you're just trying to keep it alive that extra yeah. couple of weeks to get your production off of it. But uh, one what? of the one of the employees uses it regularly, and uh, says he has decent. I don't want to say control, repelling situations. Well, if he could, if he could, uh, if he could have it uh, even slow down that reproduction until it got cooler, you might then, you might be oh, accomplished. It's definitely easier to control them when it's cooler. Why don't you try? Why don't you try that? Uh, that that's it's in an in, it's inexpensive a, control yeah, too. Bonide uh, tomato vegetable spray, I believe, is what uh, what the label says. Bonide tomato vegetable spray. Got it. Alrighty. All right. Yeah, let us know it. how it works. Thanks, you, you got a you got a tough tough job, and a lot of people are facing it right now. We're getting several. We've had several calls. So good luck. Right. Thank right. you, Gus. Thank you. You take care. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. As you can hear, Trace is up on the porch with us. So we'll revisit some of the things that are happening at the nursery. And uh, we'll talk about the plant of the weekend, too. Trace, where do you want to start? Well, I believe we have a, a, a kids class. Oh, yeah. At the end of uh, next month. Um, and you got a blood drive coming up mid-month. Yeah, blood drive. Um, let's see. We're, we're, uh, we're going to have some Internet specials going on pretty soon here. Okay. Uh, so keep checking the website there. MillburgerNursery.com. And we've got a couple of in-store specials that I don't think we've talked about since last weekend. Uh, we've got the Caladium bulbs. These are the super big jumbo, I don't know, the biggest bulb you can buy. And um, they were values to six ninety-nine. We got them for two fifty each. And uh, there's a multiple. If they buy more, they get them a little cheaper. Yeah, um, I saw a fellow walking out with some the other day. So I actually had a, a, a customer's testimony. They bought some of the bulbs and they bought some plants and these bulbs again are so big 
that when they sprouted, they made the plants that they oh, bought wow. look <laughs> inferior, so they came back to buy more bulbs. Very cool. Mailburgers is also sponsoring one, one of the sponsors of the uh, Backyard Basics Expo yep. this uh, Thursday. That's, yeah, that's this coming week, right? Yep, this Thursday over at the Garden Center. Starts at, uh, I think you reg- register at 8 o'clock and uh, 8.30. First class is at 8.40. Um, and you get a it's a twenty dollar fee for the class. You get, there's some snacks involved, but you get a you also get a twenty percent disc, uh, discount card from um, from Millburgers. We, we do. Yeah, so you can actually make money on the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Technically, if, and if you're buying uh, something big. If you want to, you know, if you're a butterfly and hummingbird person, the first class at eight forty. I'll be uh, talking about hummingbirds and butterflies. I think I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try to take a few. Uh, uh, Porter weeds along the show folks. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, see, just to see what our all-star plants are. So Calvin will be teaching, uh, starting it off with back attracting butterflies and hummingbirds. There's also making raspberry chipotle jam. Will you be teaching that one? No. Oh, not not after last year's situation. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Well, never mind. Let's not talk about that. I don't think the attorneys wanted us to talk. Never mind. Uh, backyard chickens. I was just being silly. Backyard <laughs> chickens, oak wilt, and other tree issues. Benefits of compost and mulch. Planting 101. Landscape watering 101. Controlling diabetes through healthier food choices. Rainwater harvesting. House plants. <gasps> selecting and growing fall tomatoes. The benefits of bees. How to deal with city critters. Making every drop of water count in your lawn and landscape. And. Um, I believe you go to Backyard Basics Expo 2019. Google that, and it'll get you to the uh, the extension. But because it's Thursday, there's uh, it was really popular because of all the topics and stuff and the good price. So there's not much time uh, left on it. So go go as quickly as you can. It's at the Garden Center. Yeah, the link is at MillburgerNursery.com, too. MillburgerNursery.com. You can find it there. Okay. So the cost is $20 per participant. Yep. And, uh, you know, there was some communication errors on that um, oh no just a little bit uh, okay normally when you say the garden center there's actually a nursery called the garden center so this oh is, this is at the botanical gardens Pardon. i think it's the the uh, old men's garden club building right right okay oh it's at the garden on funston yeah okay sorry that's okay 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 no. so it's on funston by the botanical garden right. what is that called the gar- they call it the oh. garden center S- san antonio botanical garden oh okay Oh no! But it's the yeah. The, anyway, separate. There's a separate. The separate. The building has a separate name. Yeah, right. It's on Funston. Can't miss it. The blood drive, by the way, is the seventeenth uh, here at Millburgers, and I checked it out yesterday. You can go register already uh, to save your place for that uh, by going to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website. And uh, the fall vegetable planting for kids is the thirty-first, and uh, it will include a. Uh, a site screening for kids. Yes. Yeah. The yeah I, saw, I saw that flyer. They've already got the flyer printed up this morning. Good. So the Lions Club will be here doing kids' site vision screening uh, for free. So, uh, yeah, come on by. Uh, so Millburgers always has some great stuff going on, and uh, you can just come on by and uh, and check it out. But go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about it. It's MillburgerNursery.com. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. It's time for once again for the plant, plant of, of the, the weekend. 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 All 
right, so this is a former Texas superstar. I guess it technically still is. Uh, yeah. Last year's uh, uh, balsamic basil. Mm-hmm. So it's got the big leaves like uh, sweet basil does, uh, very usable. But it has an added benefit of a very pretty bloom slash seed head. Yeah, it really is. Look it up. It's uh, purple. It's pretty. And, and it's, uh, it stands out against the, the color of the leaves. So we, we got a hold of some in 10-inch pots. And I did a count a second ago. There's seven. Oh wow! Okay, um, again, yeah, we're selling so them. Sixteen ninety nine, and uh, it's it's a beautiful plant, and it's usable. You don't yeah. you don't get that combination too often. So you can make your pesto out of it, and yep, you can. Yeah. So look it up online. Um, balsamic basil, and uh, let's see. I'm. Gonna, uh, uh, it had a picture of the bloom. Yeah. And you looked it up. Uh, what was on the uh, Texas Superstar site? Oh, okay. Okay, and um, you could see the bloom on it. it was very pretty. Goes to about two, uh, eighteen to to eighteen inches to two feet tall. So uh, yeah, it's it's really pretty in a container too. You could do just have those. I like it. Sixteen ninety nine, and if you uh, with seven left, if you're driving and you're hearing this and you want one, uh, you can call the nursery at two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And they'll put some aside for you, but just call them and tell them as soon as you can. We only got seven left, so two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. It looks good in beds too, in I planting. Bet. Yep. I bet, especially when it blooms. All right, anything else? Nope. Uh, cool. Another good selection of tomatoes. Excuse me, tomatoes coming this week. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, good. Okay. Well, we'll talk. We'll feature those uh, when we talk next week. But you can call the nursery at two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero to find out what's in stock. We're taking a break. Going to be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You can be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Trace visiting with us, and Dr. Calvin Finch. We'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal? Well, Millburgers can help you out no matter what your gardening goal is. Maybe your goal is to have a beautiful garden, the envy of the neighborhood. Well, Millburgers can help you out. They carry the plants and the products and the professional advice, too, that can help you choose the right plants for whatever your needs are in the garden. You'll find also that Millburgers can help you if you're trying to grow vegetables or fruits, maybe citrus or pecans, whatever it is. Millburgers can help you out with great plants that are specifically chosen because they do well in this area. Now, maybe your goal is to have a water garden. Did you know Millburgers can help you with that too? See, whatever your gardening goals are, Millburgers can help you out. Millburgers can also help you out with great advice as well when you go to MillburgerNursery.com. You'll see videos on gardening tips. You'll also see a events that are coming up so you can share your gardening experience. It's MillburgerNursery.com. It's all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. With economic commentator Steve Moore out of the running for Fed, President Trump has turned to another option, announcing his intent to appoint economist Judy Shelton. 
Dr. Shelton is a superb choice. Years ago, Shelton was one of the very few analysts to predict the fall of the Soviet Union long before it happened. Her conservative commitments are rock solid, having directed the Sound Money Project at the Atlas Foundation. Just last year, she was successful in getting Senate confirmation as the U.S. Director of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. So she's already been thoroughly vetted and would likely prevail in the confirmation process. The stakes for the global economy have never been higher. We need a new voice at the Fed who can be a solid vote for the protection of monetary stability and who can handle herself at the table with the big boys. Judy Shelton will do well. She should be confirmed. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. If something is free, it means it comes without cost, right? Not so when it comes to free speech in growing numbers of areas. Remember when it was said that free speech doesn't include crying fire in a crowded theater when there is no fire? We're way beyond that exception now. In Berkeley, California, the home of the free speech movement of the 1960s, the city council voted unanimously to eliminate gender references in its law books. No more he and she pronouns. This presumes male and female genders and the person may identify as something else and And you might offend that person if you presume the way they look or dress demonstrates they're male or female. Here's how the New York Times reported the story. Manhole will be replaced with maintenance hole. Sisters and brothers will be replaced with siblings. And he or she will be banished in favor of they, even if referring to just one person. This is what happens with a culture that's too prosperous, too self-indulgent, and too focused on perverted things instead of the God who made us male and female. Berkeley won't be the end of it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Hello, friends in SAT. You need to call OMG. OMG Kitchen and Bath. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, and OMG's full-time creative designers and staff will make you so proud of your newly remodeled kitchen and bath. See what I mean at omgkitchenbath.com or stop in the OMG showroom on Nakoma. FYI, OMG is A-rated with the BBB and Angie's List. But call OMG ASAP 210-535-1000. That's 210-535-1000. omgkitchenbath.com. Tim Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. I got bad news for that guy that called up with that cypress. Oh, oh dear. I, that rang a bell. I was looking through my notes, and I thought I'd made a copy of it, but come to find out it was in uh, this uh, yesterday's paper. And Neil got a question that said, what's wrong with my Italian cypress? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one 50 feet away that still looks perfect. And Neil answers, this is a plant pathogen called 
Suradinum, <laughs> Suradinum canker. It has attacked Leland cypress, Italian cypress, and even Arizona cypress across Texas during the past 10 years. So it's relatively new on the scene. I wish I could offer you a remedy, but there isn't one. Mm. That's pretty strong for Neil. Especially when it's reached proportions I see in your photo. This photo. Even columnar junipers have similar disease issues. Your best bet will be to turn to upright shrubs or small trees, such as Oakland hollies or teddy bear magnolias. I would recommend the hollies. They won't be anywhere near the same appearance, but they'll get you away from the disease. And then he talks about uh, the he talks about spider mites, like the guy that called in was talking about, and how to how to detect them. Uh, but he says spray at first evidence. Well, the problem with spider mites is there's no effective spray. You just fight an uphill hill battle. The, the this plant probably cannot be saved. So that fellow that called in yeah. should look at alternatives rather than trying to fight spider mites and this possibly this uh, this pathogen. It's kind of sad notes. Yeah, thank you. You want I want another sad note. Sure. <laughs> As long as it's not about roaches. When I <laughs> when I was cutting down my uh, uh, when we were ta- uh, weeding the uh, weedy trees from uh, my landscape, uh, we also found another weedy tree growing in the deal. Yeah, growing in the deal that was deposited by birds. And I'm, I'm afraid it's uh, it's all in the ditches behind my house, the drainage ditches, and it's Chinese pistache. Oh, okay. Really? I mean, hundreds of them. Hmm. But it can't be, Jerry. Didn't you say that wasn't invasive? Yeah, uh, that's what they say. <laughs> but uh, they, we've always talked about the... The seed that it had, but uh, and claimed that the the black seed was only one that is viable, and the red most of the say eighty percent of the seed on Chinese pistachio, if it's a female tree, uh, has red seed, which are not viable. But. Uh, we talked. We promoted that tree, and Neil Spear still promotes Chinese pistachio. Maybe it's not a problem up there, but uh, if if you see a Chinese pistachio growing along the fence line, that's going to go into a thirty to forty foot tree. Okay, so uh, cut those down as as weed trees, and paint the stump with uh, cut vine and stump killer. Don't let it, don't let it take over. So, I I had to cut uh, six from the front yard 
to the backyard. Huh. So far, I haven't seen any seedlings from my tree. Lots yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, lots of uh, berries it produces. The birds love it, but... Yeah, birds It's a ni- nice-looking tree, too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a shame, but... Uh, there, everybody, including Greg Grant, is uh, working to get a male pistache, so that they can propagate from a male tree, which won't have berries. But those of us who planted it, my my Chinese pistache was one of the first in town. Oh wow! Uh, because so it's it's uh, thirty five years old. It's when when. Steve George was here, and uh, so we we learned from my pistachio. Did you trip. send uh, Steve George a little note talking about your pistachio? I dare not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you do it, Kevin? He already doesn't like you. <laughs> I, 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 I noted one time that it is it, sensitive to heavy clay, heavy soil. soils. I, it was just that it was reacting in a strange way, and boy. At, you know, that, that, uh, yeah, he didn't care. He, for that. Put, he put you on his list, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, Calvin gets us all in trouble when he <laughs> when he writes about things that he's seen in his experiences. You know, like yeah, Chinese pistachios dying in heavy clay soils and but prayer buffalo grass uh, being. Uh, not making a, a tight sod, yeah. <laughs> uh, after he does these research projects, mm. he 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 wants to tell everybody about them, you know. And if but sometimes it. gets him in trouble, uh, and or me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, 210-308-8867. 210. That's all the bad news I got for today. That's okay. That wasn't terrible. We, we, we. It is terrible. Oh, okay. You ought to see my ditch. Oh. That, they're so thick you can't walk through them. Wow. In a, in a drainage ditch. Ugh. Mm. So uh, the the birds didn't chew chew the seed up real well. Yeah, I'm uh. sure Jerry will get an invitation now to speak at the Native Plant Society. There you go. Yeah, for, uh. to do do penance for <laughs> hey, invasive we got, plants. Huh? We got Bud on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Uh, I have a question about damping off. Okay. What what causes it? Uh, is there something specific that causes it, or is it just something that nobody knows when it'll happen? So no, it's uh, usually blamed on a uh, fungus in the soil, uh, caused by uh, too wet conditions. That's why a lot of people in their seedling mixes use perlite, use a lot of perlite that drains well. But uh, the damping off in the garden, uh, beans and things like that, comes with uh, two more two wet soils, and uh, the fungus that uh, happens to be in the soil. Okay. Uh, that no. uh, it it occurs in the in the fall, uh, mainly because they com- with a complex of uh, fungi. 
that's uh, stimulated by the heat. So you have more damping off uh, early in the fall when you plant in hot weather than you do later on in the fall when the temperature is cool. Now, in the spring, they're active in, in cool soils. There's one or two particular cases that are active in, the, in cool soils. To, to a fungus. I think in my experience, I think we have more of a problem up north with damping right? off. Yeah, because uh, I... In the spring? Yeah, in the spring. Yeah, we didn't yeah. do much planting yeah. in the fall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, my... my um, I'm, I'm prompted with the question now. Um, I had some uh, uh, pepper seeds that I got out of a pepper. And uh, I put them in these uh, little starter pots, you know, like your your, your six-pack. Yeah. Uh, I put them in there, and luckily I got all four seeds to uh, uh, out. Okay. And shortly after that, I said, well, I can't put these things now out in the sun because this little one-inch deal is not going to hold enough water. Right. So I, I I put it up to a four inch pot. Okay. And uh, I had three pots. One pot had a double in it because I put two seeds in one of them. Okay. And now after about uh, a week, <laughs> uh, that double pot they both uh, have died due to the damping off. Now okay. also part of my questioning here is. Uh, these things grow so tall because I used copious uh, osmocote. <laughs> good man. <laughs> and, yeah, and good egg. man. And it, it, it was Berger medium, Berger 7. Okay. Pots. Uh, they grow so tall, uh, they want to fall over because the leaves are heavy. Yeah. And... Uh, Why are you growing them? Are you growing them in morning sun, afternoon shade? Well... Outside? Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. No, there's no counter to it. Yeah, <laughs> that that growing tall and falling over is an indication that they're not getting enough light. Oh well, no, they 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 do get enough light. Uh, when oh, okay. I kind of, I mean, after I can see that they're really suffering under the sun, I I uh, move them to a place where it's spotty shade. There you go. That's good. Uh. And I'm afraid the other two are going to die. <laughs> how, how can I get their stalk to get fatter? <laughs> I mean, well, they've, got, they've got plenty of uh, fertilization because I also, after yeah, they good. come out of the ground, I use 50-50 on my water soluble. Okay, yeah. I would, uh, I would caution you to uh, uh, kind of water them sparingly, keep them moist but not wet. And uh, also, now, back in the old days, and up north, I guess, we used captan, a fungicide to put on the, uh, on the soil right there. Because the, uh, the fungus attacks the seedlings right at the soil line. Uh-huh. And so it seemed like uh, dusting them with captan uh, helped. Now, I don't know if you can get captan anymore. Or do you, you have, do you have do any you, fungicide at home? Yeah, do you have any fungicide at home? Uh, yeah, I do. What is it? 
uh, I don't remember the name right now. <laughs> okay. Man, I, I would. I would if it is if it's a dust. I'd sprinkle a little on the ceilings. No, it's it's a liquid. Oh, it's a liquid. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you'll have better luck if you just keep them uh, on the dry side and uh, make sure they're getting uh, plenty of sun, like morning sun, afternoon shade, or like you're talking about dapple shade. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling. I hope you have good luck. Thanks, bud. We'll talk to you again. All right. Well, that'll say that'll mean that we need to come in to wrap up today. So we'll see. That's what that music is all about. That's what that music is. So uh, we want to thank Al back at the station, doing a great job getting us on the air, getting all your calls on the air. Uh, We appreciate that. Of course, we want to thank you for listening. Remember all the information that we talked about, including the sales and upcoming events like Backyard Basics. All that is at MillburgerNursery.com, including the upcoming uh, workshops for kids and other stuff, too. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.